0: another great episode of the bourbon road with your host jim and brian where they talk bourbon and of course drink bourbon grab yourself a pour kick back and enjoy another trip down the bourbon road
1: very excited to have Blanton's Bourbon Shop.com as a new sponsor for the Bourbon Road podcast. In fact, this podcast is brought to you by Blanton's Bourbon Shop. Blanton's Bourbon Shop.com is the only official merchandiser for Blanton's, the original single barrel. Looking for a unique gift? Blanton's Bourbon Shop has got you covered. Blanton's Bourbon Shop.com is your home for all Blanton's gifts. You know, friends, it's never too early. Start planning your trip to the Bourbon Trail for 2023. We hope you'll join the Bourbon Road crew as we pull out all the stops this year at Bourbon on the Banks. So mark your calendars for October 6th and 7th, and we'll plan on seeing you in Frankfort, Kentucky. Be sure to listen in during the halftime break for all the details on Bourbon on the Banks. about 20 miles down the road here in Frankfort, Kentucky. We've got a great show for you today. We've got a couple of guests here. And uh, we're actually in their house today drinking their whiskey. And we're going to talk about Bourbon on the Banks. So let me welcome Diane Strong.
0: Hello. Thank you for having us.
1: Welcome back.
0: Absolutely. We love this. We love the podcast. We love having you guys involved in Bourbon on the Banks.
1: And Diane, you're the director of Bourbon, Bourbon on the Banks. I am. Okay, and amZ Winning with uh, Frankfurt Bourbon Society. amZ welcome back.
2: Yeah, thank you for having us again. Um, yeah, president of the Bourbon Society. I am a board member also for uh, Bourbon on the Banks Festival and have been uh, since the beginning.
1: And we're going to drink through some whiskeys today, and the whiskeys we have for the show are all bottles that are tied to the Frankfurt Bourbon Society. They're bottles that uh, have some relationship with Urban on the Banks. And we'll talk a little bit about that. But what do we have in our first class today?
2: Well, the, uh, the first class we're going to have will be one of the barrel picks that uh, we'll have available at the festival this year uh, from Spirits of French Lick. It's called Hendostan Falls. Um, I was really excited about this one. Um, what makes Hendostan Falls different is that it is made with a corn called Amanda Palmer. Um, so it is a, a modern landrace corn would be the the proper term for it. Um, Alan Bishop, the, uh, the distiller or uh, head alchemist, as he likes to call himself, um, also uh, engages in breeding plants and garden plants. He has developed breeds of tomatoes. Uh, corn is something he's really interested in. And Amanda Palmer is a corn that he bred over a 20 year period. Um, as a corn for distilling. Um, the Frankfurt Bourbon Society, we have actually used this corn um, for some of our proprietary uh, bourbons that we have distilled with the Whiskey Thief Distillery here in Frankfurt. Uh, and it's a corn that I just absolutely love. I think it um, has some different flavors when you're looking at corns like this, some of the heirloom corns. Um, it's different from the common, you know, number two yellow dent corn. And I, I think it's, I, I like to liken it to a, a modern chicken breast at the grocery store. It's a source of uh, flavorless protein for sure. the most part. And and I think to some extent, you know, modern field corn is a mostly flavorless source of, of starch or carbohydrate for the yeast to turn into alcohol. And I think with these heirloom varieties, this uh, Amanda Palmer is a multicolored corn. Um, the The different color uh, compounds actually add some some unique flavors as well. And uh, I think it really shines through in this in this bourbon. Well, let's try it. Cheers.
0: So I've never tried this before. This is amZ just got this for us. so this is exciting.
1: He's well, it, tried it. <laughs> it's been a minute since I had any Spirits of French Lick, too, so.
2: And then we had, um, for this pick, we had uh, various distilleries uh, and distillers representing those uh, those producers. Um, we had uh, Jason Heiligenberg from Starlight, uh, Brian Smith from Hard Truth. Uh, of course, Alan Bishop was there at French Lick. We also had Kelly Tennille. And uh, Hunter Coffee from Whiskey Thief here in Frankfurt.
1: Well, that's cool. Wow, it's got sort of a I don't know, it's a fruity but jammy kind of nose on it. It's really interesting, mm-hmm. and you know, it reminds me of some other whiskeys that I've had that have used some of the heirloom corns. You get some, you get some different flavors. The, the corn really comes through, but it comes through in a different way. And there is that sweetness there, but it's it's got something else.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the sweetness, I think, if you look on the back of the bottle, I think the mash bill is on there. I think this is something like 80% corn, maybe, um, with kind of minor rye and and malt components. So, I I, I think it's 80 80 corn, 10 rye, 10 malt, maybe. Unfortunately, my eyes aren't good enough for that.
0: (laughs) Allow me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But that's okay. Well, I'm going to go in for the taste, so cheers, y'all. Oh, that is nice. I don't see it.
2: Yeah, and and this barrel, I think not only, so really every expression we tried of this, um, I I think did showcase the Amanda Palmer corn. Um, This barrel was, to me, just a little darker, a little richer, a little more complex than a couple of the others.
1: This is right at 100 proof. I think it's at Mm -hmm. 100.7. But it's really kind of a dark a, has a very dark appearance to it. Mm-hmm. Very, I don't know what you'd call that—deep
2: amber.
0: No, oh, it's aged five years. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, and and I think that was also interesting because this did lose proof. I believe entry proof there is one one oh five. Um, Alan did say this barrel would probably, based on location, be um, a, a little lower. Um, the the way they're uh, their, their warehouse is situated, and some of the vents are, this barrel probably would get rained on occasionally. And um, he said they tend to lose proof where this one was located. Oh, wow.
1: Hmm. I never even think about that, you know, barrels getting rained on. But yeah. I guess it does happen from time to time, yeah. right? And certainly barrels can leak onto each other. Mm-hmm. That does happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you ever go into a rickhouse and you look at those barrels, there are, there are stains dripping down them mm-hmm. everywhere. And they're constantly going in and patching
2: so, Amzie, are you
0: saying that it actually absorbs the rainwater and no, it dilutes it?
2: Well, you know, I don't really know. Um, you know, it, positions in a normal rickhouse, at least here in Kentucky, a lot of them have earthen floors. Those lower floors do tend to sometimes lose proof. And maybe that's moisture coming from the earth, hmm. whereas higher floors tend to gain proof. Um, you know, the, their warehouse there is sort of a single story um this one was towards the top. But, yeah, where their vents are, he said, rain would occasionally blow in. So, perhaps that is part of it. Maybe it cools the barrel more. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I bet you I, somebody
0: I, listening knows this answer, yeah. and they're just somebody, dancing some, some around. Some barrel
1: expert out there knows exactly what's going on. I'm sure it has something to do with the size of the molecules between water and alcohol. Mm-hmm. They're, they're certainly different sizes, right? Yeah. Because we've always heard that if you take, like, a gallon of water – and you add a gallon of ethanol to it, that the result will be a gallon and a half of liquid. Well, where does the other half a gallon go? It mm-hmm. doesn't make sense, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it what happens is that uh, alcohol molecules fit in between the water molecules, mm-hmm. and then they hide themselves. It's denser. So.
2: Yeah, and I have also heard that when it comes to wood... Um you know, it's, it's an osmotic process. And yeah. now I've got another good story, kind of a, an embarrassing story I'll tell on myself. Ooh, do tell. Since, since you talked about barrels leaking on themselves. Oh, no. And when we first moved here, one of the first distillery tours I went on, you know, you could see that, you know, I mean, almost like stalactites or something hanging off of some of those. He said, Oh yeah, that's called barrel candy. And so, you know, the tour guide's not looking. I sneak over and I kind of touch some of that and I taste it. And uh that does not taste like candy. Don't do that. Uh the stuff that drips down on the barrels <laughs> and forms on them, uh, tastes horrible. So does it was extremely tannic. bitter. Was exactly. It
0: salty at all? No, just okay. just
2: bitter and tannic. Um, they should not call it candy. Uh yeah, it, I was it, just
0: thinking if there's some sort of salt component, it's going to draw yeah. that water into the barrel or something. But it's, it's probably tr- that, it, that doesn't explain it.
2: It's probably a trick they have just to lure people like me into trying a chunk of it, and then they <laughs> record the faces we make. So, well, this is a,
1: this is a surprising little to- uh, drink. I would say that it, it it's causing me to pause a little bit and say, why haven't I been to Spirits of French Lick in a little bit of time? He is quite the inventive person, mm-hmm. right? And it's. There's a lot going on there, and it's not that far away.
2: Mm-mm.
0: I've heard it's a great little town. Amzie goes there with his family, right, and stay yeah. at some really from, nice hotel.
2: From Frankfurt, it's just about two hours. And then, uh, you know, French Lick, the the town has an amazing history. The two resorts there are just absolutely world-class, and uh, and uh, I do enjoy going yeah, there. Yeah,
1: I took my wife. We stayed at the Baden Springs Hotel, mm-hmm. and we went over to the— Casino, the French
2: Lick Resort, yeah, the French
1: Lick Resort, and saw Air Supply. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Air Supply. I'm
2: dating myself here. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. <laughs> you know, I just got a uh, a newer truck last fall, and it came with the the trial of uh, XM radio, and um, it hasn't left the '80s channel in a while, Jim, there you go. So why not? Yeah, it was a special time. It yeah.
0: was a good decade.
2: <laughs> it was.
1: Well, Diane, the Bourbon on the Banks has been around now for a few years, and it's grown each time and gotten bigger and bigger. And um, can you tell us a little bit about kind of where it started and uh, sort of the the things you've learned along the way that's going to make this year so much better?
0: Well, like I said before, it was kind of the brainchild of Wendy Kobler. She um, was working for Kentucky State University, um, and I think she was kind of a, a... transplant here and looked around and saw bourbon and how important it is and maybe those of us who lived here for a long time were taking it for granted and she's like we have got to do something so uh, you know I helped her that year I was involved I was I was just in charge of the free event on Friday And um, but did get to work a little bit with her and stuff. But um, I feel like she took she looked at a lot of festivals and took all the great ideas and tried to, you know, do them all in one year. And it was a successful year. I'm not you know, she she did a great job. Um, We had um, I I think there was 700 people that year, Um, but it was a four day event. There was a lot going on and um, she got her dream job and she left right after the festival and so um we we kind of went into some transitions and had one person that was going to run it and they left and anyway i i jumped i i was asked to do it and then the pandemic came but it gave me an extra year to i mean rethink everything look at what took place what worked what didn't work you know what should we keep and so my first year um being the director of it was in 2021 and um and uh that year it grew by 35% and i think or no actually that may have been 37 and then last year it grew by another 33%. So it's it's growing and it's I mean, I learn something all the time where I'm always taking notes and writing things down and and we I send out surveys to my attendees, to my distilleries, to my volunteers, to the the city, um, the community, everybody that um, has some input, you know what what needs work, what did you like, and always trying to improve it and so that's that's what I've learned over the years. <laughs> and, it's, and it's gotten
1: bigger, and it's going to be even bigger this year.
0: Yeah, we've we're actually implementing some more things this year. We we've added the VIP access tent, which is a um a tent inside the festival that's catered, and you'll have um some extra samples in there. It comes with a little um it comes with our barrel pick and a little bit of swag. Um, we uh, are also adding an event on Sunday, which is a bourbon pairing with Chef Wita Michael. On oh the Bourbon boy. Bell, which is really neat. That there's only 36 tickets available. It's they're just released, um, but that's going to be a really unique experience for anybody who's able to stay until Sunday. Um, I know the whole world doesn't know Chef Weeta Michael, but they should. She's like an ambassador to the president, and I mean she's I she's mean, phenomenal. Any, any
1: any real foodie is going to know who Weeta Michael is. Good, I think so. Good, I, yes. I, 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 but she she owns a couple of restaurants nearby, but mm-hmm. she um, is tied to the Woodford Distillery or was at at some point kind of really tied with the Woodford Distillery. And um, she is uh, in that top tier of chefs in the U.S. Uh, and you can't mention her name to anybody in that world without them knowing who she is. So uh, definitely a good representative for our area. A great representative. She's out of
2: what? Frankfurt? Edward. She yeah Midway, she she's she's local. I would say that the original restaurant would have been uh, Holly Hill Inn in Midway. Yeah. She has uh Wallace Station, Windy Wall uh, Corner, Smithtown Seafood. She just um, opened something uh,
0: in Versailles, a a teaching Yeah. facility.
2: And and she has at least been a I think a James Beard award nominee. I don't know if she's won or not, but yeah, I mean excellent food. Um I I I wish I could go on the boat ride, but (laughs) because of the limited space, we have decided that board members cannot buy tickets to it. So, yeah, you can
0: you can work outside of the boat Mm -hmm. and collect tickets, though. (laughs) No, but what she's doing is she's she has micro samples and she's taking her knowledge and she's um, she'll walk you through this process where you're tasting the 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 bourbon and and taking these micro sapples, it's not a dinner or anything it's it's an educational experience we've got oh ingram river aged whiskey who is going to provide the drink to go with it um, which is appropriate yeah yeah and so and there will be some appetizers afterwards and some extra pours. Um, but it's about a two, two hour long excursion on the river with, uh, Kentucky river tours. They, they have the bourbon boat. It's new this year. It's a two story, um, fully enclosed on the, ba- the bottom and then sheltered on the top. And, um, they'll be taking us out with, uh, Nathan. Um, it'll be, it's going to be neat. I'm super excited about it.
1: So. Tell us a little bit about your relationship with the Frankfurt Bourbon Society and the local area businesses, and and how they support what you're doing.
0: Well, the Bourbon Society has been phenomenal, and you know, I'm I I can't say how much you guys participated in in the first year, but I know that every year that they, they help more and more and more, and and it's I almost feel like they're the Bourbon on the Banks family, if that makes sense but um we we really are teaming up even more this year with the production of the undressing bourbon um series that we have going about doing some educational videos and interviews so they they're great they promote us they help us the majority of them volunteer at the event and help out if they don't volunteer they buy tickets and bring their friends and you know it's Sometimes it's a hard
1: right. to tell where one starts and the other yeah. ends. It's like you're, you are one family and you work together for this event because this is your hometown.
2: Yeah. You know, and, and I agree. And I think it makes sense that there's some overlap because, you know, most of the bourbon enthusiasts or whiskey enthusiasts in Frankfurt are members of the Frankfurt bourbon society. Um, like Diane said, we also tend to have a lot of our members volunteering. Um, yeah. And, and so there is definitely a lot of overlap and, and, you know I, I would like to add that that last year and we'll continue this year inviting other bourbon societies yep. as well. Um, we have several that are joining us. set up tents and participate and uh, you know invite people in to talk about their organizations and you know sample some of their products, uh, help educate people about bourbon a little bit. so so also thankful for those other bourbon societies and their participation.
1: It's awesome. It's a great event, and for those who are listening who haven't been to Bourbon on the Banks before, you know it's a big it's a big deal for the Bourbon Road. Uh, we kind of go all out for this. Uh, what a wonderful day to set up and enjoy bourbon along the river and and it just seems like it's about it seems like it's about a half a mile of bourbon there. I don't know. It just seems that I don't know if it's really. We need
0: to measure that, don't we? Yeah,
2: we do. Yeah, I think by the time you walk down
1: and back, you've done a half a mile at least, maybe more.
2: Yeah, yeah I would I would say at least, it, it's uh, it's the the park is probably almost a half mile one way. I would think. Oh, so, right. So right? for those yeah. of you that
0: aren't aware, it's it's in a park and it's a linear park. So it, it's right along the banks of the Kentucky River, and we've we've worked on the park this year. You know, we're a nonprofit and. um $50,000 went towards our beneficiaries 25,000 of which was specifically for the park and um doing some improvements and trying to get rid of some of the invasive species along the river so that you can actually see beyond the trees and so so yeah we're it's a beautiful location you just can't beat it.
1: Yeah. Well that would be nice to be able to see through the trees a little bit better and see the Kentucky River out there and that's just it's just gorgeous and what is it a huh? Half a mile down the road, to Buffalo Trace, and mm-hmm. so you can actually smell the distilleries oh, yeah. on a good day, yeah. right?
0: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And if you uh, if you come early, um, you can you can jump on the bourbon boat. They have some tours that um, actually go to Buffalo Trace. They go right through the lo- the lock there. So
1: fantastic. Well, we're going to get into a lot more detail in the second half, but I do want to try the second whiskey that you have poured for us. Uh, what do we have in our second glass?
2: Yeah, so Jim, this uh, the second pour, I will say really the uh, only tie-in it has with Bourbon on the Banks or the Frankfurt Bourbon Society is probably me. Um, <laughs> we we have actually, the Frankfurt Bourbon Society has done a couple picks uh, with Spirits of French Lick. Um, this was just something else that is sort of unique that they have done. Uh, it's called the Lost River. Um, it is, I, I tried to count, I believe it is a six grain uh bourbon um goodness i think it's got corn oats i think it was rye rye malt maybe kasha which is a toasted buckwheat and then barley i don't know if that was seven or not but i i tried to remember what was in there um so alan uh you know he does do a lot of experiments there the owners they let him do a lot of these experiments and uh one of the better uh six grain or multi-grain whatever bourbons that I've had. I was very impressed It's like with it's this health one. food. It's a multi-grain. Yeah. yeah, that's right. This
1: is very healthy stuff. Yeah. We're, you know, we're, we're doing our part mm-hmm. to eat healthy. Yeah. It, it's drink a, healthy.
2: A, <laughs> part of a uh, delicious and nutritious breakfast.
1: So this is, uh, this is six and a half years old. It's 114.2 proof.
2: It, it smells nice really nice. It's nice and dark nice. just like the last mm-hmm. one. You know, I, I think to bring together this many grains into a cohesive drink is something hard to do. Sure. And I, I I really do like this bottle. That's why I wanted to share it. So the last one, the nose
1: was very, um, very easy to uh, to pick up some like dominant notes on. This one's a little bit lighter mm-hmm. on the nose.
2: Well, you know i think that amanda palmer in the previous version is it's the fruit that comes out in it yeah. the kind of almost like cherry type notes um yeah this one's more more grain more caramel yeah uh,
1: yeah definitely so this is a little more um yeah bready kind of
0: this is so weird cuz i'm having the opposite experience maybe i drank the wrong one <laughs> <laughs> this one smells very fruity and very sweet to me
1: you might have got them backwards there because they are they look very much the same mm-hmm. in the glass.
0: Yeah, this one has a very corn forward. Not the first mm-hmm. one. Sorry. Yeah. So I may have mixed them up.
1: That's all right. They're both good. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. That's got a lot more viscosity to it.
2: Wow.
0: So did that one. I have Wow. I have to find out. I've got to know now.
2: You know, and I think sometimes that viscosity, the, the oats can really change the mouthfeel of a whiskey as well. And I wonder if that's
1: yeah, I, what that I've, is. I've had a couple of whiskeys with oats, and I think I remember them being very kind of heavy on the mouth, you know, very viscous. Mm-hmm. That's really nice. Yeah, it is. It is it really is. good. Yeah. I mean, he's just he's just a, a mad scientist genius mm-hmm. kind of guy, and that's what that's what craft distilling is all about, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I love these these bottles that are just off the wall and different and out of the box, and mm-hmm. it's not an easy task to come up with a mash bill like that, take a chance on it, see it through the distilling process, put it into a barrel baby it for six and a half years and then put it in a bottle and, and it's a one-off, you know I mean? That's pretty mm-hmm. amazing stuff.
2: Yeah. Th- this specific bottle was a barrel pick from uh big red liquors. Uh, and I think specifically the location they're in French lick. And yeah. so uh, they were almost out when I finally made it back to French lick and only had a few bottles left. And luckily I snagged a few of them. Good stuff.
1: Good stuff. So, the event is um, October the 7th. That's the main day. Right. But really, it's more than just that. There's a lot more going on.
0: Yeah. Actually, I forgot to tell you, we're going to have a kickoff event on Thursday out at Whiskey Thief Distillery,
1: which is here in front. So, we're Frank. starting Thursday this year. Well, it's kinda. kind of like
0: a, yeah.
1: A lot of people do come in on Thursday. Yeah. And they, actually, I've got some people that are joining us are coming in on wednesday so they're
0: yeah i I mean we don't have the details hardcore yet i think there's going to be a pig roast Mm -hmm. and a fire and um some sampling and stuff going on there they are uh the sponsor for our friday vip event so it was very fitting for them to host that and and it's it's great that'll be nice hopefully i have some more details soon then we have the friday vip uh reception and bourbon auction which we have had every year and and that's uh that's from five to eight, but we also have the free festival going on if you wanna party a little bit in the streets with some circus people and performers and fire acts and all that good stuff. And then a pub crawl. We got the OH Ingram River pub. Uh, pub call yeah so yeah. they're helping out with that they're our sponsor and so you can you can go to all of the the area bars and restaurants and they each will have a, a feature featured drink with them including the new um one that just recently opened the house of commons a bourbon library which is just now available and they're gonna make something special in there you should check out the pictures we're um gonna be posting soon we have an undressing bourbon that was filmed there you get a little sneak So what's peek going what on in
1: Frankfurt? I mean, it's, it's really it's, like coming into its own. It's yeah. always been a great city, right? But I mean, it's really trying to put itself out there as a destination with restaurants and other things related to bourbon, but not just bourbon stuff. Kind of cool.
2: Yeah, and, and and I think we should have at least one other new bar in town before Bourbon on the Banks. There should be another one open by Derby of next year that are really going to be bourbon-themed and bourbon-focused uh, establishments.
0: Some speakeasies coming mm-hmm. along. We've got some boutique hotels that are going to be opening. Unfortunately, they won't quite be ready this year, but next year, definitely.
1: An explosion of VRBOs. Mm-hmm. Unreal. yeah, Yeah. Wow. But they're all full. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're all full. Yes. There's still hotel rooms, folks. Mm-hmm. You can still come, but the VRBOs filled up pretty quick.
2: Yeah, I would also say go going back to Diane's comment. Uh, House of Commons, the the new place. It's on the corner of uh,
0: East Main and yeah, Saint Clair.
2: Yeah, Saint Clair Street and uh, and Main Street, right downtown. Great bourbon focused place. Now they are uh, only Kentucky bourbon. Um, they do have a lot of uh, a lot of dusties available as well. So uh it's a fun place to yeah, go. Every, and, every uh, pour
0: comes with a good story. It's yeah. it's very interesting. It's it's a different experience for mm-hmm. sure.
2: That is so awesome. And i also I would say for our Thursday night event, um, for everyone who hasn't been out to Whiskey Thief, what an amazing place, an amazing place just to go on a tour and then you can hang out for a while. They've got chairs. They've got a fire pit. They usually have cornhole. I, I think one of these days they're going to have a bocce ball pit. Um, I think they've bought everything but don't have that yet. Um, so hopefully our event out there, you know, especially by October, it should be a wonderful time to go. Uh, hopefully, you know, have, have the pig roast, have the bonfire. It's such a comfortable place. It, it, is. It, it
1: really is. It's a, And we had an episode with them just a few episodes back. And listeners, if you didn't listen to that, you go back and listen to it. But I think you got the feeling that we were just at home. Mm-hmm. We just felt like we were at home. We There's no pressure. You enjoy yourself there. You kick back in an easy chair, have a drink.
0: They relax. got a little food out there. They've got a bar. You don't. If you bring your friend that doesn't even like bourbon, they've got beer. You know, it's, it's nice. It's, it's good a little stuff. something. It's
2: definitely a place to just hang yep. out and have a good time. And, and you know, it's a place that has now been open more than 10 years, um, distilling their own product. Uh, they recently just won a double gold at the San Francisco Spirits competition for single barrel under 10 years, beating out some pretty big brands there. Sure. Um, so their product is is just amazing. And, um, and you have
1: just a few barrels there, don't
2: you? We do. So the, the Frankfurt <laughs> Bourbon Society has worked with them um, and they have distilled proprietary mash bills for us uh, for a few years. We currently have 24 barrels aging there. Um, hopefully we'll have uh, four more after the end of this year. Um, but the other thing is Whiskey Thief is donating a barrel, uh, a barrel pick experience um at our friday night vip auction event so whoever wins that will be able to go out there and uh pick their own barrel of some some amazing whiskey wow that's that's pretty amazing
1: all right we're going to take a short break and when we come back more about friday and saturday at the event and all the things going on
0: great
1: A unique gift blanton's bourbon shop has got you covered all of their handcrafted wood products are made in their in-house wood shop with authentic bourbon barrels specializing in barrel age potent treats they use Blanton's barrels to age their own maple syrup honey and coffee find the most unique gift ideas for your golf lover cigar connoisseur avid coffee drinker and blanton's fan Want to win an authentic Blanton's Barrelhead? Make sure you sign up for the giveaway on the homepage of their website. Blantonsbourbonshop.com is your home for all Blanton's gifts. As we mentioned earlier in the show, we hope you'll join us this fall on October 6th and 7th for Bourbon on the Banks. The festival itself is from 2 to 6 p.m. on October the 7th and you can pick those tickets up at bourbononthebanks.org for 65 dollars they also have an early access ticket for 75 dollars it'll get you in an hour early and definitely get you access to some special pours but if you always like that vip access this year they're bringing in the vip access tickets We'll give you access to their VIP tent and all the great things that go along with that for $175. Be sure to check out bourbononthebanks.org. You'll get all the details on this year's event. All right, folks, we are back. We had two wonderful whiskeys in the first half. Really, really good stuff from the Spirits of French Lick. And uh, if you're coming to Bourbon on the Banks, one of those bottles is going to be available there, so... Definitely keep your eyes out for that. But we have a couple more whiskeys in this half and a lot more detail to get through about the event in October. So uh, what do we have in our in our first glass here?
2: So the first glass will be our uh, barrel pick from last year, which was uh, Wilderness Trail. And it was kind of a, a, a special one. Um, as we went through the, the the barrel pick, there were two favorites. One happened to be their weeded bourbon. One was their traditional uh, rye recipe bourbon. Um, So McCully Minton, the uh, bourbon swami down there, um, he said, hey, these are both bourbons. Do you want to try a blend of those two? And we did. And it turns out we all preferred the blend. And uh, so it was technically a a four grain. Uh, So kind of a a one-off micro batch, I guess, uh, that was available last year um so okay. did you buy both barrels and put them together or did you get half of each barrel? so we got a little more than half uh they sold the remainder at the gift shop okay
1: well that's pretty cool stuff
2: you know i, I like this enough that uh i was actually uh lucky enough to be down there when they had some for sale and i snagged a few more bottles for there myself so there you go all right well, let's check it out
1: Wow, they make some fine whiskey down yeah,
2: they
1: do. there. Mm-hmm. What's the
2: proof on this? This is uh, 111.01 proof. Okay, well, we're staying
1: north of 100 tonight. That's good. That's good. Is our last one above 100?
2: Yes. Uh, I don't really know <laughs> on the it's, last one. It's, it's not a whiskey. Yeah, Let's right. just be fair. Yeah,
1: <laughs> But this is pretty cool stuff here. Now we're getting back into kind of the baking spice arena a Mm -hmm. little bit. This is uh, a little more traditional.
2: Do you get vanilla on the nose? Yeah, I get vanilla. Absolutely. So there's something that um, I have occasionally run into, some single barrel picks from Wilderness Trail that have a very strong vanilla note. And I don't know if they've tried to figure out, what that is and recreate that, but I absolutely love it. Um, it's
0: got to be in the yeast.
2: If, if there is a place they can figure that out, I'm sure it's Wilderness Trail. You know, with their lab next door.
1: So. Yeah, and and they have some pretty good barrels there too. Mm-hmm. So and and I guess they fill so many barrels that they're they're literally unloading barrel trucks every day there, aren't mm-hmm. they? It's just amazing. Yeah, I can't even imagine that kind of volume. But
2: you know, from, and they're they're just over ten years old. So where from when they first started. To the volume they produce now is very impressive.
1: Very short period of time. Mm-hmm. They were able to get to that. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, that's, that is so good.
2: Yeah, it really is. I really think this was a, a very special, um, bottle.
1: A little bit of cherry in it. Vanilla, mm. vanilla and cherry and, you know the traditional kind of caramel note to it but um a little bit of nut
0: there's a little bit of cinnamon in there there's like some a fireball
2: on the back end mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so when when we picked this one the weeded bourbon was the one that was super vanilla and it was almost too much of this uh like buttercream frosting okay um,
0: I think there are people who would say there's never too much right, buttercream frosting. Right. I'm just uh, saying,
2: yeah. Um, but then when we added in the the traditional rye bourbon, it added a little bit more of that, you know, spice, yeah. the baking spice notes. Um, yeah, and I, I think just turned out absolutely. Yeah, yeah this is on. a
1: well-rounded whiskey. It's mm-hmm. very. Um, yeah, I, I would say it's it's not like. It's not like poking me in one place or another. It's kind of nice and balanced, and and just I think that was a, a wise move. I didn't get to taste them individually, mm-hmm. but together they taste very nice. Yeah, awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. So Friday is Bourbon on the Banks Eve, more or less, and <laughs> and uh, you've got your VIP event that night.
0: We do. It's at the Kentucky History Museum, and you know, last year last minute they had some. Um, renovations, kind of emergency renovations, they had to do. So we were kind of squished into that front room. It's a beautiful room. I mean, it turned out to be a nice night, but um, we were very limited in capacity. And initially, like our our goal for last year was to be in the back um, garden and in the brown foreman room. Um, so that's where we are this year. We it's and this year we have access to the old governor's mansion backyard. Which has a fountain and um, string lights. It's gorgeous. So, we're, um, I've already spoken to the weather gods. It's gonna be beautiful weather. And um, all of the sampling, we have about 10 to 12 distilleries that we'll be sampling, many of which are local. Um, and then we'll have a, a live podcast going on there um, with some interviews with some really interesting people. Uh, we've got Brian Hara, the author. Um, of course, local celebrity, Freddie Johnson. Yep. He's coming back again. Everybody loves Freddie. And I always say this. I'm I'm a little bit of a Freddie stalker because I'm just a <laughs> I'm his biggest fan. I think he he gets scared when he sees me, but that's okay. Um, we've got Matt King. He's um the general manager of Leapers Fork Distillery in Franklin, Tennessee. It's gonna be there. Um, Danny Potter. I, I don't know that he needs an introduction. Um, he's got quite a history with. Heaven Hill and, um, what's the other one? Maker's Mark. Uh, he'll be there. And Kelly Tennille, uh, Whiskey Thief. Amzie has worked a lot with Kelly. She's, she's fun. She was, uh, so yeah. Season six winner of, uh,
2: yeah, I don't r- recall exactly. So Kelly, at one point, she was a distiller at, uh, Hartfield and Company. Um, where is that down in Paris, uh, Kentucky? Yeah. Um, she's been on the, uh, the uh show master distiller twice. Uh, the Discovery Channel. Yeah, well, she the won Discovery the Grand Channel. Championship, yeah. didn't she? Yeah. Well that was a really interesting episode. It was Legal versus the, Outlawed uh, yeah. episode four. Yeah, Legal versus Outlaw. And so they had twice as many distillers on there. And um yeah, she won that one. And uh well, she's making their gin now, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. but yeah, botanical spirits there at Whiskey Thieves. She
1: she brought me a glass of that during the break and it mm-hmm. it was really
2: good. Yeah, it is. It's it it really is. good. She's also made a uh limoncello out there that is pretty amazing good deal
1: i'd like to get her on the show at some point but uh, i talked to her about it she's supposed to talk to walter and let's see what happens right that'll yeah. be fun
2: <laughs> fingers crossed
1: fingers crossed she's quite a character yeah so kelly's great
0: yeah that lisa wicker is gonna be there yay um.
2: lisa
1: she's a she's a rock star
0: yeah, yeah she so, is. so
2: lisa you know at one point uh master distiller at widow jane uh left there to go to uh you know, Pierce Lyons Town Branch, uh, which included their uh, Irish whiskey distillery. And um, I think she she left there and is, is sort of doing consulting again at the moment. Yeah.
0: She's very humble. I asked for her title and, and she I don't remember what she said, but it wasn't worthy of of, of what she actually is. And then Andrea Wilson is going to also be there. Kentucky well,
1: Hall of fame. She's cool. Yeah, she's great. I remember Lisa Wicker's son. Didn't he? Wasn't he the chef down at at uh, Makers Mark? Uh,
2: yeah, I believe so. Yeah, and um, her family, I I don't know. There's a family tie-in to a bar down in Bardstown as well. A, a new bar that's opening. I believe it is called. Mr. Suds, maybe. I think it was a laundromat and they're turning it into a bar and keeping the original name. Nice. And I don't recall if that's her daughter and son in law, maybe, that are doing that. But uh, I haven't been there, but i have to go check that place out. Oh, so great. So great.
0: And then Walter, is it Zouch?
2: Zouch. Walter Zouch. Yeah.
0: I would just call him Walter, but he'll mm-hmm. be there um, with Whiskey Thief as well. And that's going to be interviewed by Mike Hyde. Yay. So big chief, the big chief is going to do that interview. So that'll be fun. Um, we're going to have dinner, obviously, and and then we're going to have the auction. We we don't have a full list of our items for sale, but we do have that that um, barrel pick experience with whiskey thief that's going to be auctioned off.
2: And now, if anyone sees me bidding, don't bid against me on that barrel pick. So. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, and, there's always a lot of big bottles. Yes, there's always great bottles there yes. for the
1: auction. So. Uh, you may not have the list yet, but I'm sure your donations will come through, and there'll be some pretty darn <laughs>
0: right, right. And with the auction, um it's some of the proceeds go towards bourbon on the banks and our beneficiaries. But um the downtown Frankfurt Incorporated, they are the one who manage the auction and they get the proceeds from a lot of those things. they they're dedicated to improving and and helping the downtown area, which is great. And um, then there's also, um, we accept some some auction items from some local charities, like Lifehouse for Animals and No Kill Shelter. They have some items that they'll put in that auction and they get the proceeds. Tourism has got, I know it's the full Blanton's collection. and
2: Wow. I, well, you know, and I think that's been one of the great things is that, you know, these other local charities, if someone donates bottles to them, they can include them in the auction. It gives yeah. a larger audience so that they can- make more money for those charities as well.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So, so yeah, but you want to stay tuned to the website will it'll probably be um the 1st of September when we'll really start listing all of those things on there, but it'll it'll, it'll be worth coming well, to. We'll tell for everybody again sure.
1: at the end of the show, but let's tell them now. What's the website?
0: It's bourbononthebanks.org.
1: You can't beat that. If you just search for bourbon on the banks,
0: Right. It's going to come up. And if you accidentally type in .com, it'll still come back to us.
1: Yeah. Well, good deal. So, you yeah. took care of you took care of all those possibilities,
0: right? Well, yeah, um I can't think of the guy who let us do that. It was <laughs> I wish I had his name because he he's actually a he makes some really cool bourbon leather stuff out of Lexington and he he um allowed us to reroute to to that. So, awesome.
1: Well, it sounds like it's going to be a great night. So, there's still tickets available.
0: Yep. There are some tickets, and they did sell out last year.
1: And they will sell out this year, too. Yes, they will.
0: For sure. uh,
1: And so, what's it cost, and how do they get them?
0: It's $150, and it's all of those um, tickets for all of everything we're offering are on the website. Okay. on the banks. So,
1: the day before Bourbon on the banks, there's a lot going on. Actually, two days. You start Thursday with an event out at whiskey thief. And yep. then on Thursday we've got uh, the VIP event and there's also some things there's, going on in Frankfurt to keep you busy.
0: Right. The pub stool, the O.H. Ingram pub stool, And then, um, it's Expre credit union is the, the sponsor for the Friday free festival. And that, you know, it's, it's a great time. Every bit of that sponsorship goes towards making that just a phenomenal night. And, <clears throat> Um, There's lots of things we've got the whole old Capitol lawn is dedicated towards um, different entities who are providing free activities for kids. So you can get your face painted and they can have a balloon creation made and and, you know, jump on tumbling blocks and it's the whole nine yards. The kids are going to have a blast. It's really fun for adults, too. It's, um, you know, we've got lots of, uh, you know, beer sellers there and food trucks and um, we have the inebria Baker who she does some cupcakes that are good for kids. And then she has cupcakes that are good for adults. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on. Um, like I said, fire performers um, and circus performers and people, hula hoop dancers and all kinds of fun stuff. Lots of eye candy is what I like to call it.
1: Absolutely. So there'll be people out on the streets. There'll be people wandering all over. It'll be a lot of fun. Yes. And uh, people completely are completely gonna- free. And completely free. You're going to be able to uh, walk. Uh, there, you got a couple breweries in town. you got Sick Lucia. You've got uh, Goodwood. So yep. if you need to drink some beer, there's plenty of places to drink beer in town.
0: Absolutely. Craft beer or
1: mm-hmm. or you can go to uh, any number of bars that are yeah, in town. Yeah. So and we
0: it's the, op- it's the mixed district. So you can take drinks out of the bar and walk in the street and mm-hmm. go into another bar. It's you have got that mixed in. We stir. do. We Bad do also have fast. another
2: new uh, little craft uh, brewery called Stainless right there on Saint Clair. Oh yeah, the they have a chocolate beer street. and a
0: pickle beer.
2: Yeah, that, they have some very, uh, very interesting beers. Some, uh, some uh, more fruit forward beers, as well as some nice barrel aged beers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that I recommend you try. And then of course the 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 pub stroll as well coming yep. on Friday. Yep. What about transportation?
0: Well, we team up with a place called Happy Trails. And she has got a, a whole fleet full of vehicles. I, I have to tell you that that um, Lyft and Uber are not necessarily reliable in Frankfurt. It's easy to get a ride into Frankfurt from Lexington, Louisville, you know, some of the larger cities. But um, getting picked back up to return can be difficult. So we really encourage people to contact Happy Trails. Um, that contact is on our website. She can go as far as two hours away. And get you where you need to go. Uh, we also, there is um, some groups that are coming from, from Louisville and there's a place called Wild Thoughts and she has spots available. She also has packages available where you can get a ticket and a ride. So there's there's a couple different options for and those, sure,
1: and all of that information is on the website. So it is. So if somebody, let's say somebody's staying out at the Hampton near near the highway,
0: yep, Happy Trails will take care of you. Yeah, have
1: a little too much to drink here. Happy Trails will run them out there.
0: Right, and if you're staying in the downtown area, down uh, south side or downtown, um, those are free rides on a golf cart. They'll get you back where you're going, and you know, tip the driver.
1: Wow, there'll be yeah. golf carts running people over Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. The the other rides you can schedule in advance. And I highly suggest that you do that because she has some buses and she'll go around to the hotels and pick you up and get you there in time.
1: That is so amazing. That is so great that you're doing that, especially I'm for so us who just had a knee replacement. I,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I the, I'm going to walk a little bit, but I won't walk too much that night
0: yeah yeah we're very fortunate to have them and and she does a phenomenal job she takes care of everybody so
1: fantastic so that takes care of friday folks get your tickets they won't last forever 150 dollars. that's the entire vip event that night there's going to be a a vip auction with all kinds of great bottles there's going to be a lot of vip people there you're going to be rubbing elbows with everybody there's going to be a podcast recorded out in the courtyard are they going to record out in the courtyard
0: yes they are that'll be
1: great they are and, and you
0: uh, never know who you'll run into because, you know, we do invite and a lot of people show up for the event. So absolutely.
1: And, uh, you know, last year it was kind of crowded inside, but I'll tell you, it forced people to to interact. <laughs> so it was good. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it got a little warm in there, but we had a great time. It That's was such good. a wonderful time. Yeah. All right. Well, now let's talk about Saturday. Saturday's the big day.
0: Yes, definitely. The, the early access gets in at one o'clock um those obviously are all sold out we're down down to general admission but um the the event goes until 6 p.m we have over 60 distilleries um if you include some of the breweries and wineries that are coming we have over 70 um places to sample from several bourbon societies we've got vendors all of our vendors are bourbon related um so you you've got your bourbon gifts and uh, we've got some great new ones this year. I'm super excited about.
1: So ATT is not setting up their cell phone booth. It's all about no, bourbon. No, no. Thank goodness. No, it's <laughs> it's
0: not a craft festival and it's it's all, you know, really neat different bourbon related items and and I I'm I really want my vendors to do well, so I don't allow for overlapping. You're not going to have, you know, three bourbon candle vendors there's one and she's been with us since 2021 and they're phenomenal. I I own her candles and they're phenomenal um and then we've got a, the food court which um my Casey Pribble she's she's on the board and she's the food court coordinator and she or the food vendor coordinator and she does a great job of making sure you have a little bit of everything. everybody's happy. this year we're trying to do some small bites. Um, like one handed small bites you can have a tasting glass in one hand and food in the other and it doesn't require a fork kind of thing Um, that's not the only option but we did encourage our our vendors to do that and of course a lot of the vendors that are selling um, like the barbecue sauce they'll have some free samples of little things along the way too that's
1: good that's good I'm really looking forward to it this is this is a highlight of my year Go ahead. It, it is it really is I have such a good time there and and the staff is phenomenal, so helpful, and they—you guys work so hard. And actually, I feel sorry for for some of you because you're you're so busy during the day, you don't get a chance to enjoy the festival. D- do you get a little bit of a break?
0: Oh, that we've got the best volunteers. I'm telling you, like I, I don't have to hardly worry. I just have to call them or text them to be like, "You back in this year?" Of course I am, and I, I love that. I, I feel like we must be doing something right, taking care of them. But they—they they work so hard, and they. They they don't I don't know locals pizza they they provide food for us and they do if not they feed them they that's all organic and local kind of stuff and so they get good nutrition a lot of them um they will work until four and then they'll go experience the event and if they're still wanting to hang around they'll help us break down um Amzie what did you work like eight to eight last year.
2: Maybe longer than that. Yeah, last year. Yeah, yeah it, it's
0: your annual
1: exercise. I yeah. think so.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> but they have fun, and and yeah. you know, it's it's I don't know the distilleries. I they're they're always so appreciative, and I try to tell the volunteers that you know they're bragging about you guys. You know, they're great. We've got a great lineup of volunteers.
1: I'm really looking forward to it. We're going to have a 30 foot tent again this year. We're going to have all, yeah. all of our swag in there, and we're going to have. uh Lawrenceburg Bourbon Company yeah. is going to be pouring from our tent this year. We're pretty excited about that.
0: Yeah, he's come to the Frankfurt Bourbon Society. To yeah, talk they've
1: to got us. some yeah. great stuff. Yeah, yep. he's got some really good stuff, and and we're going to have a couple barrel picks there, so mm. they'll be able to pick up some barrel picks in that in our booth as well. Great thing about uh, Bourbon on the Banks is the fact that distilleries. Kentucky distilleries can sell directly from their yes, tasting We area. should have
0: lots of bottles for sale there.
1: And those distilleries that are coming from out of Kentucky can actually offer their bottles through Capital
0: Cellar. Correct. Correct. So Capital Cellar is a local um, wine and liquor store, and they will have all of those items for sale in their tent. So you can still go home with your favorite samples.
1: Perfect. Hamzy. it's a big deal for Frankfurt Bourbon Society. Mm-hmm. You guys really get involved in this. Do you, do you still accept members?
2: Yes, we do. Uh, just frankfortbourbonsociety.com. dot uh, com. You can go on there and join. Um, of course, any of the bourbon roadies are also free to visit us anytime. Um, we probably will have an open house uh, that night after the event on Saturday as well. So, Fantastic. Uh, I now mean,
1: you've done that before. We
2: have. Yeah. yeah. One Twenty One Bridge Street here in Frankfurt. So like I said, any. Bourbon Roadies are welcome to uh, to come join us. So.
1: That's fantastic. Now, Bridge Street is by the old bridge, and it's the singing bridge, the singing bridge, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're about four blocks from Saint Clair, three blocks from the. the uh, so, really, is kind yeah, of Saint Clair. Yeah. So,
2: so Saint Clair uh, turns into Bridge Street. Yeah. You know, when you go across the the singing bridge, yeah. um, so really from downtown, from places like the House of Commons. Urban Library that we mentioned, we are two blocks. Yeah. You know, yeah. not very far away.
1: Perfect. with the bridge. Definitely come by and visit. Mm-hmm. If you're going to have an open house that night, they'll uh, they'll stop by and it'll be a good time.
0: Yeah. But first, you need to go to the after party. Yeah. And this year, the after party, we've actually set it right next to the event. So you don't need to go down four blocks to Goodwood. Goodwood is still the sponsor, but they're bringing all their food and beer and drinks to you at the event at Ward Oats. So you'll go underneath the Broadway Bridge train trestle And you'll be right at the Goodwood after party. And it's actually going to start at four. So a lot of people who get there at one, you know, they're they're ready to move on earlier. So they'll get to enjoy the after party and it'll go until eight o'clock. We've got um, Tyrone and the Kinfolk. I believe they're out of Bowling Green. Um, They're. Really great band. Very entertaining. I think it's a five or six piece band and that'll be good. So before you hit the road, we want you to enjoy some music and some food and good time.
2: And so to to kind of clarify there, Ward Oates Amphitheater, uh, it is on the same path that all the distilleries are set up yep. on at the festival. Um, it's the opposite end away from Buffalo Trace direction. Right, so. yeah. Yeah,
0: And it is open to the public too. It's completely mm-hmm. free event, So people from Frankfurt or anywhere is welcome. They're welcome to go to that. They just can't get into the event.
1: Right. And that's very near where the parking is down at the far end. Right. Not-
0: well, that is the parking for our vendors and oh. our distilleries. Our main parking source is um, at the Mayo Underwood building. And um, so that's, that's, the other direction.
1: Okay. Well, all this all this information is available online. Right,
0: right. And we've got the city provides the trolley and some um, bus services that will pick you up right there and take you back to your car. It's you're not going to get lost. There's lots of there's lots of transportation. There'll also be the golf carts that'll mm-hmm. take you back wherever you need to go.
1: All right. Well, I've been nosing this glass of what's not <coughs> urban.
2: <laughs> and uh
1: I really like it.
2: So, yeah, the the this last one um I acquired uh when we were doing the barrel pick down at Spirits of French Lick. So uh they will be releasing this very soon. Um this may be a gift shop only release for them, but it is a bonded uh gin. So they took their old Tom Gin, uh aged it in a barrel. I think it's either five or six years in a in a barrel. And so, um, you know, a lot of your barrel-aged gins are in there for Three months, six months, something like that. This one's been in there for a while. And uh, I think it's a amazing. It's lime drink. zest. That's it, all. Um, I
0: can't get beyond and that. And there's a
1: lot of people out there saying right now, wait a minute. Gin can't be bonded. Mm-hmm.
0: Come on, guys. Yeah. Well, that's what I said.
2: Four years in the, at least four years in the barrel and uh, 100 proof. Yeah, so,
1: 100 proof, four years in mm-hmm. the barrel. One master distiller, one distilling season. Yep. And in a bonded warehouse. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say it can't be gin,
2: right? So th- there is a uh, the first time I had a bonded gin um, was from Atelier V Distillery in New Orleans. Uh, Jed Haas, the distiller down there, makes one that's amazing as well.
1: Wow, I love it. I love this. That's, I mean, th- I really on,
2: on the nose for me, I, I get like a like a green sassafras twig that has just been snapped. You know, I, yeah. I, I get some of that. Mm. Yeah, like
1: a like a, a cedar tree. You grab it off, mm-hmm. you break it, yeah. you know, yeah.
0: Sprinkle a little lime on it. Yeah, there's definitely
1: lime. Yeah, there's exactly. definitely, yeah, there's yeah. definitely citrus in there. We gotta lime. give you lime. Yeah. <laughs> it's,
0: it's Thank just, you. Give me my lime. Cheers. Oh wow.
1: That is phenomenal. Mm-hmm.
0: I The only gin I think I've ever tried is from Castle and Gate. Mm-hmm. And it's
2: very. You know, this, so this many is, times I think a barrel rested or a barrel aged gin, it really just subdues the botanicals is kind of all you notice. But at some point, that oak now becomes a major flavor component. And really, to me, it's more like cedar. This almost. is crazy it's, good. It's very you know, much that, like that, that oak kind of mixes with the juniper and it just tastes like cedar.
1: That is, so I I say this often, and the listeners are probably tired of hearing it. But gin is my other bourbon. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I do I do love gins, and mm-hmm. I like to try different gins, and I love to I love the craft of gin. Uh, it's so far from bourbon that you know, and I've had a lot of barrel aged bourbons, and a lot of times mm-hmm. they don't spend enough time in the barrel, and they just they take on the barrel notes, but they don't really. The gin doesn't get changed. Mm-hmm. This is changed. Mm-hmm. This is transformed. I would love to have some of this. So, gift shop only, French Lick.
2: Yeah. So, the, I, I know they have it bottled. I think they were waiting on labels. Um, I managed to acquire this sample. Um, and so, th- they quite the sample. It's yeah. literally
0: a full bottle. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, <laughs> you know the, somebody. Uh, the. Uh, their old Tom Gin by itself is amazing, but I I do absolutely love this this, yeah. this bonded wow. version.
1: Well, it's quite a commitment to to have a gin sit in a barrel that long. Mm-hmm. So, did do you think he knew? He he never knows, right? He mm-hmm. he never knows. He just takes a chance on all this stuff.
2: And, you know, Alan, he probably read enough transcripts and and distillers <laughs> logs from ancient times that he knew how it would turn out. Probably so. did. Yeah,
1: hedged his bets just yeah. a little bit. Well, that's fantastic. I'm really, really, really looking forward to this fall. I'm so excited. Have you got everything done? Are you like on pace? Oh, yeah.
0: I'm just sitting around doing nothing these days. Really? No. No, I didn't think so. <laughs> no, not at all. This is the time of year when, you know, it, I'm fortunate to be able to, to work on it all year long. And um, for like the very, sorry, the very beginning, it's like, oh, I've got 12 months. I've got 11 months. Oh, I'm gonna 10 months, you know, but now it's like less than two months. And this yeah. is when I spend a lot of hours awake at night thinking about all the things that need to be done and make, you know, it'll all get done. It's just, it's very, lots of different balls going up in the air. And
1: is your, is your daughter still helping you? Yes. Well, thank goodness for their yes. help. And right. my husband
0: helps too during the event. And of course my family puts up with me all year long. So <laughs> Just case of listeners don't know i have a black guy from walking into a pool but i i joke that that maybe my family beat me up
1: <laughs> yeah well they they wouldn't beat you up before bourbon on the banks because then they would have to pick up the load so yeah yeah no they'd wait till they work, after
0: <laughs> they work hard it's but you know it's it is um it's great it's fun and and this is an exciting time of year there's lots of stuff coming together and wrapping stuff up and We've got the city support, you know, they, they really, I i think in general, the community and the city is very, you know, they love bird on the banks and they support us and the city steps up and helps with transportation and the police officers and, and making sure everything runs smooth and the parks department takes care of us. So it's good.
1: Well, you're fortunate to be in Frankfurt. And I say the Very same, I say, so. I say the same for Louisville and the same for Bardstown because in those areas, um, it's not hard to get bourbon enthusiasts into your town. No, but it is, it is difficult to get them made aware of what you have going on. So yeah. your whole year is spent promoting, coming on podcasts, making posts on social media, uh, just getting the word out. Yeah. And, uh, what's the count going to be this year? What what's the goal?
0: Well, I think this, our cap is 2000. That was just kind of a number that we threw out and decided that I don't know that we can handle much more in a single day. I think we are going to come very near that. We've already, we've surpassed our numbers from last year already um, at this point. And um, at, by next year, we're going to have to decide if we're going to extend it for two days or keep that hard cap on there. We don't want to change the in- integrity of the event. It, we want it to be that more intimate event where you don't stand in line for a long time. And it's, you know, you're, you're one of the few that get to experience it. We don't, we don't want to change that. We're a nonprofit. We don't have to really worry too much about all of our profits, you know, paying people off. And, you know, we can make decisions that are, are based on the best situation and not other, other things, you know? So.
1: Awesome. Well, it's been so much fun, so fun to come here and hang out. What do you, what do you call this place?
2: Uh, this is the uh, Frankfurt Bourbon Society Corner Rick House.
1: Corner Rick House, and this will be open uh, during the event for an open house. Well,
2: it, it'll be after the event on after Saturday. After the event
1: on Saturday, yeah. uh, I depends on
0: how late Amzie has to work.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I heard a, 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 an invitation to Rhodes to stop mm-hmm. by on Saturday evening and 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 check this place out. You do have open membership now, so mm-hmm. uh, if someone's interested in becoming a member of the Frankfurt Bourbon Society. Go to frankfurtbourbonsociety.com. Very good. And then on Bourbon on the Banks, it's bourbononthebanks.org. Correct. You can buy your tickets there. There are still tickets for the Friday night VIP event. They're going fast. They won't last long.
0: Correct. And that Sunday event probably won't last long either. So if you are interested in hanging out with Chef Rita Michael on a Absolutely. boat, I mean... So Better we're Thursday
1: through se- Sunday this this mm-hmm. year. That's that's yeah. that's amazing. Yes. A, lot, a lot going on. But there's plenty of tickets, uh, plenty of availability to actually attend the event. So make sure that you get your tickets and come see us on October the 7th. Right. 6th, 7th, 8th. Yep.
0: Yeah, the Plaza Hotel, you know, last last year they had pre-booked um, a conference or something. And this year they reserved some rooms for our attendees and it's a special rate. So you can literally walk across the street. So I'm not sure if they have availability still, but um, is there, I... Is, I
1: there a, is there a secret passcode? Yeah,
0: if you go on the website, we have participating hotels that are giving discounts. You want to make sure and tell them that you're here for Bourbon on the Banks Festival but I do suggest you you book quickly.
1: Absolutely, because it can uh, it can get pretty hairy in the last week or two if you're yeah, trying to do absolutely. last minute stuff. So, all right, BourbonOnTheBanks.org, You've got social media channels: Facebook, Instagram, yep. YouTube, Twitter. All that, not YouTube, but Twitter. All that stuff, right? Are we you don't have Twitter. We're on Thread. You're on Thread.
2: Okay,
0: we're new to Thread, just like everybody. But it I, is I don't
2: even know what that is. I know. So. <laughs>
1: Well, here's what I do. I, I on Instagram, I hit share to threads.
0: I know. Oh, is that an option? Yeah. Let's see, it's so new, but um, but yeah, Instagram and Facebook is our main. Yeah. Social. No media. TikTok. No, but we have social media partners who are part of TikTok. Okay,
1: I was going to say, I think your daughter was kind of like an expert in that
2: area, right? Yeah. Yeah, I thought well. so. <laughs> you know, Jim. One thing I would also like to share with Bourbon Road is. We do have one other barrel pick. Oh, yeah. It didn't arrive in time. It should be here next week, so we weren't able to taste that. But we did a uh, Knob Creek bourbon barrel pick. Um, It was a short barrel, only yielded 90 bottles. So So it's rare. It is. Don't don't sleep on that one as soon as you can. Grab your bottle.
1: (laughs) Well, once again, thank you, folks. We really appreciate it. Uh, It's nice to have this preview show every year. And then maybe we'll get together and do a, a postmortem, but we're yeah. we're usually so busy and you're probably taking your vacation, Diane. I mean, you probably planning your vacation for November.
0: Yeah, it, <laughs> it usually takes place very shortly afterwards. <laughs> there is a lot of little packing up when you're done, of course, but yeah.
1: All right. Well, you can find The Bourbon Road on all social media outlets. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Threads, TikTok. My goodness, how we do need to we hire you oh, to help
0: us out with that, then evidently. We're
1: so busy with all that. It's 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 crazy it's trying to. It's a full-time, keep, job, it's a full-time sure, yeah. job. But you can find us in all those places. You can also find us on our website, theburbonroad.com. That's where we have our swag. That's where we have our episodes, our blog. Heck, if you if you got an idea for a show, if you got an idea for a guest, if you think your hometown distillery is just doing it right. Let us know about it. Hop on that contact us page on the website, thebourbonroad.com. Let us know. We'll get back with you. You can also send us an email. We're team at com. We do an episode every single week. Every Wednesday, you'll hear us come out with a new episode. Sometimes it's a great group of people like Bourbon on the Banks and the Frankfurt Bourbon Society. Sometimes it's a music artist, a distillery. We're always drinking whiskey. We're always having a good time. We hope you'll join us every single week. But until the next time. We'll see you down the bourbon road.